When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Sift Spoil for Stranger Things 3. Oh, am I excited to spoil all this stuff, except for I'm not excited because... Phil hasn't seen the last two episodes. <laughs> That's Producer why I'm Phil. excited. Ooh, <laughs> Phil. They all um, we'll just, when, when it comes time, we'll just have to rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah. Uh, but if you haven't seen uh, Stranger Things 3, you probably want to uh, go elsewhere until you have. Uh, we're going to be jumping around, so it might be confusing. And then, of course, the fact that, you know, it's more fun when you watch it fresh, right? Like, it's more yeah. fun when you, you kind of those things can surprise you. So we're going to go through all the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, post-credit sequences uh, for Stranger Things yep. 3. Um, where do you want to start, man? Do we want to just rip the Band-Aid off that we're just going to have to... I mean, we're going to have to do it eventually yeah. for Phil. Do so it. Phil, just, do, just rip just it off. It. That's all right. Hopper. Hopper dies. Um, or does he? So. So, so look at that look on Phil's face. Dude, I was the one thing I was gonna say on this episode is that Hopper is my favorite character. Oh, uh, it's even worse now. Okay, here's oh, the thing. Oh, it's so bad. Hopper's not dead. He's not. He's no, not he's dead. not. But he is. Yeah. But he's not. They they, 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 um, they leave you with the hanging thread. Oh, what if Hopper's alive? I also, give it a five percent chance. I give it a five percent chance that he is actually dead. Yeah. In the in the only maybe even ten. And the only reason is because I want it to be as meaningful as it felt. Boy, did it feel so meaningful yeah. in that moment. Like, it was... It was a good sacrificial it was, moment. It was a really good moment. Um, that's the only reason there. there's obviously the post-credits clue that, you know... I don't think that's Hopper. You don't think that's Hopper? Yeah. I, I'm actually kind of with you. I think they're going to do a... I, 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 boy, do I have theories. Okay, but let's talk. But let's talk about the actual episode first. Yes, and then we'll get to our future theories. How's that sound? Yes. All right, or I should say, episode, yeah. season. Um, talk about the whole season. So, what do you want to talk about here? Uh, Some one of the, of the big stuff. introductions in the season is the Russians have invaded Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes, they have. And this is what I was talking about with one of the plot holes that I kind of had an issue with. Oh um, yeah, Spell I don't out. understand how the Russians found out about the Upside Down or what their motivations for wanting to enter the Upside Down are. Yeah, like. Um, Okay, I said, I said, that like, didn't bother me because I figure we'll get there. But and that's what, and that's what you were talking about. about. Like, yeah, you had an entire season to tell me why the Russians are here. You had an entire season to tell me why the Russians want to get inside the Upside Down. Yeah, um, how the Russians were able to build this superstructure under da- underground without anybody figuring out is <laughs> well they the, um, use Carrioles, the mayor yeah they, you know they use the mayor he's yeah. kind of become the go-to guy for like you know jerk smug yeah. you know, character ever since he liar used, liar he used to have the debonair you know yeah. everybody wanted to be Carriel. but um i think that murray bowman the uh uh what, what would you call him? The uh, the paranoid, uh, you know, everything's a conspiracy guy who mm-hmm. actually speaks Russian. I think he's the American that's in the uh, the Russian oh, prison. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so, so yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Uh, it just didn't bother me uh, yeah. very much. I, but, the, but here's another thing about kind of how eighties stuff did it. They didn't really talk about the motivations either. It was just, they were Russian. So they were bad. You know what I mean? Like that's, sure. that is the eighties. You need a bad guy, make him a Russian, you yeah. know, Ivan Drago. Um, in speaking of Ivan Drago, they had the Ivan Drago, Ivan Drago combined with the Terminator is yeah. in this movie yeah. and it is mind blowing. I guess I'll just talk about this now. The references in this movie, the overt, uh, stealing of of stuff, stealing's a negative connotation. We'll just say borrowing, honoring, homaging of things that happen here is mind blowing. Uh, he is so Terminator like in yeah. some of these scenes. Uh, the oh, things he's that he's the doing, leather jacket. he's wearing the leather jacket. He's, he's doing riding the, the motorcycle. Stuff. He's right, like it is Terminator. You know, combined with the Russian aspect of you know Ivan Drago. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating to watch that. Um, the fact that here's maybe a negative that we can get to in in spoilers that we couldn't get to in in the real one the fact that hopper bests him a few is times in fight is ridiculous he yeah. would i mean he yeah. would have put a gun to hopper's head so quick so many times it would have yeah. just been over nothing yeah. but again guess what in the 80s it's hopper and he's an american and that's right yeah um now i want to talk about the indiana jones homages in this movie did you catch how much indiana jones there was in this movie with like having like the Russians be the Nazis and the have Steve. be the Nazis, the fact that he goes under the closing elevator door and you know pops yeah. it open and then slides through and pulls it back yeah. out. like it's shot almost exactly like and that how scene. Him and uh, you're not, getting it. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, uh, Robin. How hit her and Robin are tied up back to back, back to back, just like wow. India. Like it's like it, those kind of things is what I'm talking about when I'm telling you this show totally gets it totally understands how to subtly influence our brains to go oh this looks familiar i love this is from something i love this is interesting i think it's you know i I, oh yeah it is nice i really think um you know in fact my uh you know you did the intro on this one of the intros i considered was talking about um going back to uh having a a hankering to go back to hawkins i just have this indiana jones uh to to get back there that was one that's actually really good thanks thanks. i kind of wish that i'd let you do that (laughs) man um so so anyway well it's out it's out there in the spoiler cast there we go i was uh thinking i didn't know when true lies came out but it came out in the 90s because of the whole truth serum thing you Mm -hmm. know Um, because it also that scene reminded me of that which by the way that truth serum that thing that they did was one of my favorite things of this yeah. entire season it was hilarious yes yeah but the all-time best moment in this entire series Ooh. the never-ending story between dustin oh, and uh, Susie. it's just joyous yeah phil oh, hasn't way, seen this by the way Susie no, is right. real yeah, Susie is real. Really? Yeah, okay. Susie's real. Uh, and when when he contacts, when he finally contacts Susie, it's at a very crucial point in the fight against the the, the, the Demogorgon God thing, yeah, the, flayer, the mind flare, mind yeah. flare, yeah. And uh, and she, because he has not contacted her since they've been together, she makes him do the thing that they do before she's willing to give him the information he needs from her. Yeah. Well, the thing that they do is they sing Never Ending Story theme song together, and it is <laughs> and so, it's broadcast like them right. singing is broadcast for. Everybody, right? Because everybody's great. on the comms. So yeah. Hopper's listening. So they're being chased by this mind flare <laughs> while Dustin and Susie are singing "Never Ending Story" in the very, background. Very well, by the way. Oh, Harmonizing. And, oh, it sounds perfect. And, and I actually think that's them singing. And I just, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Like you know, it's so fun. But you know, whenever you see Susie, or I mean, Steve and Robin in the back of that, uh, you know, that wagon, you know, mm-hmm. and the mind flares chasing them to the theme of never. 
never-ending story. <laughs> it seems so out of place, but so perfect at the same time. Yeah. And then you have Hopper and uh, uh, Winona Ryder's character. I forget. Joyce. You have Hopper and Joyce, you know, in the Russian basement, and they're just like, what is going on? We need this code to save the world yeah. while they're seeing never-ending story. Um, here's the thing. They need Planck's constant, the, the mathematical the, number yeah. sequence, to open up a safe. But the only person who knows it is Susie. And she mm. won't tell them until she, uh, he sings Never Ending Story. Dusty Buns. Until yeah, Dust- Dusty Buns until and Susie Poo. And Susie Poo sing together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, it was, I knew from episode one Susie was real. I knew oh, she course. was real. I knew she was real. Absolutely. It's, a, met, it's another 80s movie trope. You know the imaginary actually, girlfriend who turns out to be real. Yeah. Actually, every single person I've talked to was blown away Susie was real. And really? I'm like... I knew from the first episode Susie was real. I just figured it was did, that trope. Going in, did Phil, did you think Susie was real, or were you surprised for us to tell you that she's actually a real person? I wasn't surprised. I, I did. I def, definitely was wondering. I didn't think that he would go all the way up to that hilltop without like dragging them all the way up there if she wasn't real. So yeah, like, I, and I, know, I understand like he could think that she was real, but she actually wasn't. But I, I was thinking, no, she probably is. Yeah, she's real. I, I wasn't sure if they would come back to it though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the pivotal moment in the final episode. All right. Another thing you may not know, uh, I can't remember if this was second to the last or maybe even the last, that I thought was a really powerful moment simply for the way the the show handled it and also kind of actually goes uh, off the 80s thing. It would never have been handled this way in an 80s movie, but it turns kind of the whole breakfast club idea on its head of two people from different places you know coming together and finding romance together with uh robin and steve harrington mm-hmm. oh and we're in there in the stall after the drugs in there there's the final episode in this that's in the final episode yeah so you know you've got this amazing thing where it's doing that trope that 80s trope of oh you were the popular kid i was the nobody you know mm-hmm. nerd and they're going to come together movie or the movie the show never tips its hand at, the, at this but she's a lesbian yeah and at the very mm-hmm. last moment she says it's, it's not going to work yeah, I, I like girls or something like that. Well, and it, it was it was empowering because she before that she's talking about I couldn't take my eyes off of you, and then it's real because she couldn't take her eyes off of you. Yeah, she was jealous. She's like, Why couldn't she see the girl that she had a crush on was had a crush on Steve. Harrington? Yeah, so, so that's why she's always like ragging on him and stuff is because mm. she's jealous. You know, and what I what I loved about it was the movie ne- or the show never tips its hand, and yeah. I think that's really smart, and it makes that moment even more powerful. Yeah. Now I will say this about that moment: it felt a little uh, inauthentic to how that moment would have played out in the eighties. The eighties was a very different time and i don't even just mean for my like religious upbringing you know kind of world i think culturally culturally in general in america it was a very different time in understanding of what homosexuality was and and those kind of things it was a very modern response it was a very modern response but actually it was okay with it i'm fine with it because i I could see steve just being like hey i don't care man yeah i could see steve being that kind of guy that wasn't likely to happen in the like small town in america yes exactly (laughs) exactly so again i'm fine with it I actually think it's really beautiful and a really neat thing, but yeah. um, but I did I did have that moment where I was like, this is kind of different than the rest because it actually does modernize it in a way that it, it's not using the same tropes as the '80s. So it kind of stood out to me, even though I liked it. So yeah, um, that was interesting to me. Lucas's sister Erica. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Operation Child Endangerment. 
is so funny. I'm assuming you've got to that part yeah, where I, I really love the scene where she opens the 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 hatch, the, yeah, the garage the, or the, the door or whatever, and she goes, "Free ice cream for life." Yeah. <laughs> and I love her. Um, can, can I just say real quickly? Yeah. Since since we're there at the opening into the secret Russian lair, yeah, how that was completely unguarded for the second half of the season. Like everybody was able just to go in and out of there. Like and even after times when Russians knew that there had been people who invaded nobody's guarding the only entrance in yeah. from that side like it, even after they tell them that the yeah. like after the like true serum yeah an we, hour we, you know an hour two hours you know four hours later people yeah. are still just kind of using that elevator to go down <laughs> in it's like what how yeah. does that happen yeah so anyways that was just one of those minor things yeah um man joyce has really fallen by the wayside because she was the best part of season one yeah She's great in this, though. Yeah, she's still good. Her stuff good. with Hopper is really interesting and fun. Man, that moment that you haven't seen where she finally uh, basically asks him out on a date. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, this this is right before he dies, dies uh, gives his life uh, to save them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I found that really powerful and meaningful and cute. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was it because was so great when he they was turn like, into the kids they are trying to save. Right. Yeah. And he's like, I can't on, uh, you know, I can't be out late Friday night because Ellen and I watch Miami vice together. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about Hopper theories. Oh, you want to get into the few we're done with the episode or? unless you can think because uh oh, we could talk about Billy, billy's uh transition yes, to let's saving do that. let's do that because that's powerful yeah um i actually think i don't know that it's fully earned though really i yeah and I, again these are minor things that i'm not going to dock it too much for but it's a little convenient that somehow i don't understand that power of hers i don't understand what it is where she can go back Talking where she can 11. find people it's one where thing, she what washes up on the inception shore yeah and it's like okay <laughs> this is different and new and completely only exists so that she can have information about him to turn him at the end yeah and why does that information turn him? we've never seen anything about how you know knowing what your emotional core is will actually save you from being yeah you know uh infected well, so I, I don't know that i agree with that at the end of season two they did that with will like where each one of them takes turns and like reminds him of like memories that they've had Ooh, with him okay and kind of fair pull enough him out because he was like he was being inhabited by the mind flare that's true whenever the they have him in two. the in the in the, the cabin and they're like the only burning reason that, them out. the only reason that the mind flare like leaves his body like comes out of his mouth is because they've like appeal to his emotional side see fair he just, enough he just watched season two no good that's yeah that's good so the homework for that was done in a previous season and i had just forgotten about that yeah um but still the l stuff is kind of convenient that her power that i thought was just that she could locate people and hear what's going on in their world as well as, as long telekinesis. As, she had, as, as long as she had the static behind her and of course the telekinesis yeah um i i all of a sudden it's also I'm seeing your memories. Yeah. Like that's totally different. Like that's not something I think we've we've seen her do before. But yeah. Um, so, anyways, I found I did find that a little bit convenient, but it's still powerful. You yeah. know, it's it's still saying something about everybody's got a you know reason they've gone through a journey. Yeah. And if your name starts with the B, you're gonna die. <laughs> Is that how it works? Barb, Bob, Billy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the B team. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh. There was a reference to Barb in this, wasn't there? Yes, like a, at the end when there was a news report and they were like, several mysterious deaths happened before this. And yeah. it showed um, Barb, Barb and, Bob. and Bob, yeah. Yeah. So. 
Uh, so is there anything else that you really want to talk about uh, before we get into the Hopper theories? I'll probably I'll probably think of other things. Um, but we can go ahead and theorize if we want to yeah. jump back. I mean, hey, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Sure. Here's my big theory. Yeah. I think he jumps in the inside or the upside down. Yes. Through the gate. Yes. To, you know, survive. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think, too? Um, yes. Okay. Ish. I have other things okay. that I believe. Do you think that, like... L saved him somehow, or I. When you're ready, when you're ready for this, I, I will lay it on you, man. Oh, lay it on. Um, I think season four is time travel. Um, I think no. we. I know, I know, but we got all the hints with Back to the Future stuff. There's some very, there are some very interesting things they say about that movie. Uh, there are some real. Let me see if I can pull up Hopper's note. His note is fascinating. Um, so there's this note, and Phil, you haven't seen this, that, that he, I mean, you know that he wrote a note to teach him, that, that was supposed to help him know what to say to her and Will to keep them from being together. Well, he eventually abandons that note halfway through and actually writes like a, a note himself, a, a note from, himself the from the heart that's like mm. emotional. It's really okay. this beautiful scene. Um, mm. So uh, there are some things in there that he says, uh, man, I wish I could pull it up in front of me. Um, let me see if I can, uh, season three note, but there are some things in, in there that ha- all have to do with going back in time, those kind of things. He also ends the note by saying, uh, leave the door open three inches for me. I think that's about the time. To- I think that's about the rift. Yeah. Um, and so I think he actually wrote that note after all these events happen. I think he added that stuff after, uh, in that he has gone back in time and that he has the ability from the upside down back in time to change things that are happening. I think we'll see that Hopper has done some other things from the past that have, you know, uh, helped our our crew, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's where we're headed um, is a back to the future kind of homage in, in season four. OK, so it's scary because I hate, you know, time. It's hard to do time travel. Right. But it's also an 80s trope. It is very much so, an 80s trope. So it's interesting. I think I have Hopper's uh, uh, letter here. So let me see if I can pull it up. So um, I'm wondering. Oh, yes. Here, I got it. Okay. All right. Uh, the truth is for feelings. The truth is for so long I'd forgotten what those even were. Let me. Uh, this is trying to jump me back to a video. So stupid internet. Yeah. Internet's uh, great about that. Uh, I've been stuck in one place. Maybe like the cell, the yeah. Russian cell. Um, I've been stuck in one place in a cave, you might say, a deep, dark cave. And then I left some egos out in the woods and you came into my life for the first time in a long time. I started to first there's time, time, time. I started to feel things again. I started to feel happy, but lately I guess I've been feeling distant from you. Uh, like you're pulling away from me or something. And she moves with the, yeah, she moves with with Winona and them. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I miss playing board games every night, making triple decker ego extravaganza at sunrise, watching Westerns together before we doze off. But I know you're getting older, growing, changing, I guess. If I'm being really honest, that's what scares me. I don't want things to change. So I think maybe that's why I came in here to try and make stop, to try and stop that change, to turn back the clock. Uh, 
to make things go back to how they were. But I know that's naive. It's just not how life works. It's moving, always moving, whether you like it or not. And yeah, sometimes it's painful. Sometimes it's sad. And sometimes it's surprising, happy. So you know what? Keep on growing up, kid. Don't let me stop you. Make mistakes. Learn from them. When life hurts you, because it will, remember the hurt. The hurt is good. It means you're out of the cave. But please, if you don't mind, for the sake of your poor old dad, keep the door open three inches. Yeah. Right? Like, isn't isn't that interesting when you start yeah. to think of it in a different kind of... I really wonder if he wrote this from the future somehow into their past. Yeah. I'm uh, the, after you're reading it. I think it can also be interpreted as he wrote it from the upside down, like sure. watching her oh, sure. because, like you know, the upside down is just a mirror of everything. So her moving away mm-hmm. could actually be, you know, her actually getting further away from where he is at the cabin in the upside down. There's another interesting thing that happens, and this one I heard actually on an, uh, another podcast that kind of uh, was talking about some things too. But I do remember feeling, you know, strange about it. It's a strange ending to that final episode because it goes, it literally goes back in time. They all leave, drive away, and then it goes back to her reading this letter and yeah. they leave again. Yeah. So it's it's really because you know structurally that doesn't make sense. Like that's a weird edit, right? Like yeah. that's that mess. My wife even said something. She's like, "Why did they do that?" Like they well, left, we, we jumped back they in go time. Back, and that's, a, and that's actually you know kind of started me thinking about the the time stuff. You yeah. know, like maybe that's another nod to that time travel is coming. You know, is that they actually time travel in those last few scenes? Yeah. Uh, I don't mean literally in the story. I just mean yeah. you know. Sto- Editing. editing wise they time travel yeah. so it's i don't know i i really think season four is about time travel it worries me i still it excites me because it's you know it's stranger things but yeah. um but yeah, yeah. We gotta wait a full year yeah is it gonna be next year <laughs> yeah okay yeah it's always i always count down like man it's way too long before next season of stranger things yeah so going into the russian gulag in the post credit scene yes um they, I, I actually think that's hopper I do think that's you Hopper. You think that's Hopper? I think that's Hopper. Okay. The American that they talk about. Yeah. And because they. I also think it's the past. Oh, okay. So. Because it's the original Demogorgon that mm-hmm. is released? Yep. Okay. Um, I just thought that was a. Yeah, okay, so. Because trying... that was one of the questions I was asking was, you know, why is there an actual Demogorgon? It's there? not a Demodog. It's, it's an not actual, it's a Demogorgon. Demogorgon. Yeah. Yeah. Are they saying that this underground layer that they've created, the Russians, uh, has been there for years and years? No, no, no. no, no. Okay. This is in Russia. At no, the yeah, end, it goes to Russia. Russia. They are in gotcha. Russia. They are definitely in Russia. And, and it, it also probably starts to answer your questions of, you know, why the Russians are interested. They were on this before us, is what I'm guessing. And I'm guessing that post credit scene is actually from the past. Okay. And that Hopper is the one in the cell. Okay. Oh, so you're thinking that the Demogorgon has been in our world before before yeah season one and they've been chasing it since then yeah because they ha- know something about its powers oh and... if that's the route they go <laughs> i am 100 percent on board yeah that it's the russians who first opened the gate and that the hawkins lab have been on the heels of the russians because normally you know the trope is the Russians are on the heels of America, right. you know? Right. So if this is, you know, the actual case in that... You like my theory? I actually do. I actually do like your theory. Now that I'm breaking it down with the whole Back to the Future thing, you know, and the mm-hmm. nods, it's making more and more sense that that's the route that they would go, and I'm okay with it. 
I really do like that. I really, really do. I, I don't know. I just started thinking of the things that started lining up, you know, in, in the yeah. letter. The letter thing is great on its own. But then he gets to those two lines where he says literally the whole sentence is to turn back the clock. Then the next sentence is to make things go back to how they were. Yeah. Like there's just that that imagery is so time specific. Yeah. Um. I just. Yeah. And, and it could. And at the end of the day, it could all just be a hint. Yeah. That they're going to do time travel in season four. And it may not mean as much as I've made it mean. But I think there's a lot of stuff there that kind of works, yeah. kind of makes sense, you know? And that's why I was, uh, my whole thing of him going into the upside down was the leave the door open three inches for No, me. I agree. I think he does go, I think he goes back in time. He has to fight his way out somehow and uh, jump into down. the upside down, yeah. thinking that the upside down is his way back to the present and then experiencing the upside down maybe has a different time element to it where he can actually interact with different times in the upside down yeah and then come out of it you know later possibly because if you think of season one uh it looks like barb and will were in the upside down for a very long time when actually it was just a couple days Mm -hmm. right right so possibly there is a time element because, um, yeah, who knows how long the Mind Flare was actually plotting Yeah, uh, to enter. Um, I like how, you know, they said, yeah, we closed the gate with the Mind Flare on this side because of, you know, he was inside Will when we closed right. the gate. Right. It makes sense. It does. It does. Uh, can we talk about how gross the Mind, the, the mind Flare oh, is? It's, it's some of the most disgusting of the stuff I've seen in the entire series. When he sinks down the sewer and leaves a part of the femur bone. Yes. Yeah. Some, I'm just so gross. Like, I get it, man. I, I actually like how they build that idea with the rats first and then the humans. Yeah. And and it's it doesn't it doesn't spoon feed it to you. That's really gross. It, it doesn't it doesn't make it very so overt, but at the same time you figure it out. Well you know, they talk as you're about it in to. the D game. You know? Oh, do they? The zombies. Well, but no, no I'm not talking no, about what... zombies. I'm talking about the actual creating himself the, from the the goo and bones oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. well it's very reminiscent of the blob you know a sure. classic 80s movie yeah, you know sure um so you have that um and then you have the zombie element which is you know you know what would have made it even grosser and more creepy is, is if when he screamed all those rows of teeth were human teeth <laughs> he kept the teeth <laughs> yeah he used the teeth how yeah. did he make his teeth i mean I'm sure he just used shards of bone but you know yeah. that's uh, i think that would have been probably funny kind yeah. of a sonic the hedgehog kind of vibe with human teeth uh well they're fixing that yeah apparently um, they're done fixing that the the thing that i've Already. really enjoyed watching all three seasons back to back to back has has been watching the evolution of eleven's powers like she has gotten you know, leveled up. Well, more so, great ooh, news for you, well, yeah. Phil. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see the ending. But well, like, she loses her. She powers. loses all of her powers. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And she kind of had to. Honestly, she had she was to for that powerful. final f- fight. She was okay. too powerful. Gotcha. Um, you know, she tears the the this giant mind flayer in half basically during one of the fight scenes cool. in the in the final. And um, that was actually a really cool scene in the which, cabin, which is not going to kill it obviously because it's made up of a bunch of slimy pieces that can come back together anyway and i again i find that fascinating but i here's here's an interesting thing i haven't gone back and watched it i need to but the question is why did she lose her powers it happens right after she gets bit in the leg by the mind flayer and part of it 
stays in her, like crawls off the mind flayer is actually in her. Yeah. And then she uses her own powers eventually. I think Jonathan tries to cut it out first. Yeah, and then she's like, wait, I can do it. And she uses her telekinesis <laughs> powers to pull this thing out of her leg, right? And that's the and last she, time she uses she, And that's the last time she uses any of her powers. She can th- use her powers. Uh, I think she, yeah, the last, last time she's able, she, she tries several other times to do things and she just can't. What's interesting is, I think if I remember correctly, that little piece, that little thing that flew out of her leg didn't fly very far. And I think like, you know, when she was moving the car, she moved an entire car and it just flies across the entire thing. Yeah. I think as soon as that thing was out of her leg, she lost her powers and it just dropped. Yeah. Like, you know, it was kind of one of those things. So um, that also brings me to another thing I loved about this that we can talk about in spoilers is how many arrival moments there are and i don't mean the movie i just mean people arriving and oh, it's where always, hopper steps on there's i always get goosebumps yeah. every single one of them <laughs> anytime somebody new is coming on the scene they have this big moment where the camera pans up to them and it's like gun, 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 they're there and it's just yeah. like i love it well because she pulls it out and then uh i think it was lucas like punts it away uh-huh. and then it starts to like crawl away and then hopper steps on it and yeah. it's hopper murray and yeah. Joyce standing yeah. there and you're like oh yeah and they do the same thing with the fireworks you know at the end where it's like you know they use the fireworks to distract the, yeah. the mind flare and I, Which, I don't know they just have there's so many i mean in the cinema sins universe we call them ex machina moments where yeah. you know just something at the last second will happen to save somebody this is this season was like ex machina the season like there's yeah. so many of those <laughs> moments the car moment where steve arrives and knocks oh, the car and knocks and, the billy's car out of the yeah way. and it's just like every and they're shameless man i'm telling you these you know the duffer brothers are absolutely shameless and i love it they're like we don't care we know it's a trope yeah. we're doing a show with a bunch of 80s tropes we're just gonna keep going back to that well and i'm like my goosebumps don't care yeah like, <laughs> Yeah, I so. just I just really enjoyed like any fight scene that she was in in any season, but like this season specifically when she's fighting Billy mid season, uh, and like she like slams him up against one one wall and then the other wall and then the ceiling and then the floor oh, and like, yeah. then just throws him out a window. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like every time that something like that happens, I'm just like man, that's awesome. Like hey, I wish I, I could do that. Can I ask you as a comic person, did Elle's shirt look very X X Men ish? The yellow and the black and the... I don't know. There was something about it. I was like, she almost looks like a, a comic book. She feels very Dark Phoenix to me. Like, she feels very yeah. Jean Grey to me in a lot of ways. Um, I would have said that more about her appearance last season, you know, with the uh, the black trench coat and, you know, the slicked, greased back hair, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, whenever she's closing the gate with Hopper, you know, that big moment where she mm-hmm. actually lifts up. That was a very Phoenix moment for me. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just because of the X-Men movies recently, you know, they really laid into the black leather spandex kind yeah. of element to it. I could probably. I just thought they had a yellow suit. I could. Be I would wrong. have to go back and watch. Maybe I'm thinking of Wolverine. Wolverine has a yellow, black, yellow and black suit. Doesn't well, if you he? go back to the classic, you know, '80s, you know, that X Men the show, they're wearing yellow. Okay. Yeah, they're wearing yellow spandex. Bumblebees, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I. And they name the big tower Cerebro. You know, they do call it Cerebro. Yeah. Yeah. So there's fun stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think that they will ever? introduce other numbered 
people. They do. I mean, they have, the, right? Season two, eight, they do. Yeah, eight was in season two. And I've, I'm on record saying that was a huge mistake. That was the like, worst episode. They, yeah. they, they were not ready to expand beyond Hawkins yet. I, th- and I thought for sure they would, they would involve her more in the plot of season two, and then she's just gone, and she never comes back, and then she never comes back in this season either. Correct? Well, I think, right. I think the Duff brothers actually said, okay, it was a mistake to do that, so we're just not going to do it again. Yeah, I think I, and say, that's okay with me. I don't. It didn't really introduce enough for me to be like, you know, oh, I've got to explore that more. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it disappearing. It can just be the fact that there are other, you know, experimented people yeah. or yeah. whatever, and maybe that's maybe that's a, a, a spinoff. That was possibly. one of the strangest choices in the in the whole series. Well, you know, they yeah. they just wanted to see if it would work, and it just didn't. All right, it's it's official. When my computer has died, <gasps> it's it's uh, <laughs> oh. time to wrap it up. <laughs> So uh, no, we don't have to wrap it up. Uh, it just it just means we we you can't en- look we, up stuff. No, man. we've enjoyed talking about something. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we get to the point where my computer dies, uh, we have definitely enjoyed ourselves. Now it's time to talk about Stuber. <laughs> yeah. No. No, <laughs> no that's we're not, not happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoy watching um, Eleven and Max together. Like their friendship and their camaraderie, like against the boys, the icky boys or whatever. Like that oh, was I, just, I loved watching them. The whole mall scene was great. You know. Yeah. Uh, Which one? Know, there were several. But... I'm talking about the mall montage with Max and Elle where she's oh, like, yeah. I'm not supposed to be around big yeah. groups of people, you know? Oh, and when she spies on them and they're just, you know, farting, burping yeah. and farting and, yeah. you know, and other species. talking trash yeah. and other species, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, it deals with those, that, that stuff really well. I, I you know, I, I, I really enjoy everybody's dynamic. I think it's great. The I whole Scoops it... Ahoy thing is great. I just love it so much. The way, the way Steve Harrington, you know, puts his scooper away. You oh, know, with a little flip. Yeah, with a little flip. <laughs> and he drops his sometimes. Yes. I think Steve is my favorite character in the show. I think Steve is. Either him or Dustin or Steve and Dustin. Just that group. It's got to be those two. I just yeah. love them so much. But I think Steve, from where he was in season one, as everybody's like, no, he's not the one Nancy's supposed to be with. It's supposed to be uh, uh, Jonathan, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be Jonathan. But I think that his character arc in season two of falling in love or everybody falling in love with the bromance between him and Dustin. (laughs) Whenever Dustin comes back in this first episode and Steve just bursts out of the back. He's back. (laughs) Just how happy he was. Robin goes, how many little kids do you know? Are you friends with? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, how shameless he was about it. Yeah. I think Steve is my favorite character in this (laughs) entire season. He's great. He's, he's, he's really good. Um, yeah, there's, it's full of so many good moments, right? Like, that's why we love it. Like, there are yeah. all these relationship moments, and yet there's the, the big overarching adventure moments. It's just so, so very 80s in so many ways. <laughs> I, I feel like they packed a lot more content into this season than the previous ones. Maybe that's why it felt like it was over so much quicker. Because not only did they pack a lot into it, they didn't over pack mm-hmm. it. You know, it's not yeah. like I was, like, confused. Everything flowed really well. There was a lot happening, so the episodes went by quicker because I was just so involved and, you know, focused on what was going on. Yeah. I want to go back and watch it again. Uh, You think about going back to episode one where, like, the women were, like, by the pool waiting for Billy to come out and so they could, like, oogle him and stuff like that. Very. There's That's a direct, I think, a direct reference to Fast Times with the Phoebe Cates coming out of the pool you know, scene or whatever because, um, reversed on its head. So. Yeah, because, you know, wearing the red, you know, mm-hmm. wearing the red. the red. And then later he, the Phoebe Cates stand up uh, in the, well, yeah. in the family video. And uh, 
uh, Dustin re- oh, re- references yeah. his girlfriend as Phoebe Cates, but hotter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's that reference as well. Yeah. yeah, you haven't seen the video scene. They apply where they apply for jobs at they apply like for a, jobs at Family Video. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that was great because he was like, "Okay, your three favorite movies go." Yeah, and, and she lists off three classic movies, yeah. you know, which t- at that time weren't really. They were classics back then, so yeah. they like '60s classic movies, you know. Uh-huh. And then he's like, um, "Well, it was a movie we gotta just be, saw. Got to be Animal House. Animal be, House has got to be on there." Yeah. And uh, well, uh, Star we Wars. Saw, we just saw that Back to the Future movie. That was pretty good. Yeah. Which you know we think of as a classic, but at the time, like, oh, come on. And then he trips <laughs> over the Phoebe Cates uh, Fast Times swimsuit, like uh, you know how a movie uh, they, they always had the, the post cardboard cutouts, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's like, "Oh, Fast Time." Yeah, and this is number three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you, ju- you just think about those early pool scenes, and then and then the end scenes that you guys are describing. Yeah. Like how far that that show, like that that episode one feels like it was forever ago. But that that just shows you how much they they advance in the yeah. well, and they and they do. I mean, it all takes place over a couple of days. You know, it's all yeah. over the Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, and that that was fascinating too. The big carnival and the we haven't talked about the alexi stuff like the alexi stuff i oh, thought was poor great alexi. did you know alexi died did you see that yet no oh. that's fine yeah <laughs> poor alexi that kind of came out of nowhere yeah. that kind of surprised me the alexi death yeah. i was well as soon as you see grigoli the big russian guy mm-hmm. walk on tour you're like oh man because him and murray had kind of built this camaraderie which i think is one of the most underappreciated dynamics in this because you think of murray as this big conspiracy conspiracy nut so anything that should deal with the russians he should you know loathe you know because yeah. he's this conspiracy but he becomes best friends with a russian spy scientist that scene, you know? where, that scene where hopper was right where he was like you oh know, driving back yeah driving so back good. is so good yeah because everything is like leaning towards him being wrong you know like, uh-huh just give me a moment. And the, <laughs> and then, you know, Joyce opens the door. He's like, oh, come on. And then, honestly, I thought he was going to be wrong. Yeah. Because cause, uh, Anatoly is so, uh, he's like, oh, getting in the car. Ooh, yeah. It's like, what him. did he say? He said, strawberry's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And they're, travel- they're traveling back in the car in that whole thing where, where, they're arguing where, Murray, and Murray, where just... Murray just is commenting on their sexual tension. Yeah. It's just, oh, and it's then, all and so then, perfect. And then he's like, They've never had sex. I know. And then they both just start laughing in the back. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. What a great season. Right? Okay, I'm calling it now. Season three is the best season. I feel like that way now. I know it's... Without having seen the last two episodes, it's already my favorite season. Yeah. From from what I've seen. There you go. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it with time travel, Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but if you're going to use time, you know what? This is the show that could get away with it, right? Because I was, that's what I was just this, about to say. Yeah. Is this the show that could it do is. it? Again, because it gets away with the ex machinas. It gets away with the plot conveniences. Yeah. It gets away with all that stuff because it's an 80s trope. Yeah. And guess what? Time travel that doesn't have to make any sense. That's straight from the 80s, yeah. you know? Yeah. So uh, it kind of goes back to a world where you can do that stuff. Yeah. I, man, though, I just don't know if we've been inundated with so many movies that you know do time travel well like 12 monkeys or yeah i don't even know if you would call arrival a time travel movie i, but, I definitely would I, it's at least a time awareness movie okay. that understands the concept yeah. you know um but you know we've had so many movies where we've seen it done so well that if we go back and we look at movies like back to the future you know or something like that where now we have this 
I quote unquote knowledge, but you know, mm-hmm. we've seen it do so well that if we see them try and do a cliche eighties trope, if we can, you know, focus on the trope and be like, yeah, but it's a trope. Or if we're like, yeah, but we've seen it done right. Yeah. Cause I, that was our big problem with the uh, Avengers. I no, I totally agree. Except that I think we, I, I, we, I know from experience that I'm just forgiving this show for things. I would never forgive anything else for. Yeah. I say never forgive, but I mean, just over you and can over overlook. Again, I just overlook it because I'm like, Oh man, that is so how an eighties movie would have played that yeah. moment. You know what I mean? Like it's, so I, I think from experience, I think, yeah, I think I'll be very, very forgiving. Um, yeah. when, if, when, or if they do try time travel, I'm still on the fence if they will though. I, like you, yeah, you make a pretty, you make a pretty I think it's good a compelling, case. Yeah. I think it's com- a compelling case, Yeah, but I don't know. I, I yeah. really have no idea. Yeah. All we can say is whew, we recommend it is, it's not like we're recommending this to anybody. If you're a fan of stranger things, you know, mm-hmm. I guess the only person we even in this, well, this is well, spoilers, no, I think, you know? No, yeah, this is spoilers. So um, yeah. hopefully you have seen it, but yeah. I, if, you know, taking the point beyond just this broadcast, I think there are plenty of people who, you know, haven't seen it. They'd be like, look, it's eight episodes a season. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a nice little bite size, you know, kind of thing. And it's really fun. I think there's still people who will pick up on it. Yeah. So interesting like Phil, stuff. though, I actually might go back to season one and just binge the whole thing. Yeah. Just skip season or episode seven of season two. Very nice. Yeah. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? No. Man, I loved it. I mean, I'm sure I'll think of more stuff, you know, that I like, but I think we mentioned all we the really important stuff. We never really talked about Carrie Elwes, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's great. Kind of, he's great. He served a role. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, so. he perfectly cast for the mayor, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know when. Maybe it was Twister, where he trans or he he stopped being the the charming, debonair, charismatic guy. To I mean, the, Twister uh, was before Liar Liar, right? I think so. Yeah, Liar Liar. He was the same kind of yeah. you know s- smug, arrogant, yeah, kind of guy. He's just good. He's not a really a villain in Liar Liar. He's just that naive guy. and smug. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I don't even know if he's a villain in Twister. I think the tornado is the villain. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Sif Spoil uh, for Stranger Things 3. We'll be back next week. Um, well, probably. I don't know. We'll do. We won't need to do a Sif Spoil on Lion King. Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so, but we'll be back when we need to spoil something with you. Yep. So we'll see you then. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.